you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young. Just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Good evening. One more gamers to One More Game Podcast, episode 51. Today is 17 August 2023. I'm your host, The Stroke, and I'm here with Swift Me Da, and I'm Pickle Matt. Boys, welcome to episode 51. Good to be here. No, sorry, thanks. Um, I'm figuring out some technical difficulties here as I uh, I'm streaming outside of a house, uh, not on my normal setup. So, hello everybody. Holding the, holding the microphone too. I yep. That. I have no stand. So I'm Ron this Burgundy. Is where, this is where we're at. Very nice. And we also have I'm Pickle Matt back with us in action uh, for the first time in a, in a few moons. What's going on, dude? Uh, not a lot. Staying busy with life, you know. Uh, but I was on leave all week this week. Still didn't get a chance to game too much, but I binge watched Severance when I had time. Have you guys seen that? Uh uh-uh. uh. What's have, that on? I have seen it. Yeah. I love that one. It's a uh, Apple TV. Yeah, on Apple. It's with uh, yeah, one of the dudes from Parks and Rec, but he plays a serious role. It's really good. Nice. Very nice. Well, it's good to have us all back. Swift's dedicated. Coming at us live from, so to speak, from a lake, and uh, Pickle Matt is able to escape. Well, I'll knock on wood there, escape the children for a few minutes. Uh, so let's get into it. We're, this week we're going to talk about battle royales, and we're one more game, and we talk video game industry news, game reviews, and that's what we're going to do this week. So without further ado, let's jump right into the news for the week. <laughs> All right, so in our news for the week, we noticed just spam advertisements for Blue Beetle. Is this a superhero movie? It is. I don't know what universe it's from. I don't know. I don't really know anything about it. I just, when I was looking stuff up, I was, it was just literally like Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle, there's Blue a, Beetle. There's a banner below our Twitch uh, stream when I first started it for Blue Beetle as well. Yeah, so One More Game Podcast sponsored by Blue Beetle. Uh, go check yeah. it out in theaters near you. It's DC Universe, and it's like, uh, it reminds me of Green Lantern, but he's uh, from El Paso. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Also that. Well, go check it out if uh, you're into that sort of thing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, cool. Not a whole lot of news going on. The big news this week has been Baldur's Gate. So we talked about it kind of off, just offhandedly, because I don't think either of us really uh, get it. I don't know about Pickle Matt, but get into these type of RPGs very in depth. But holy cow, the reviews are insane. Tens all around. 
some people saying the best game of the year, complete game. What do you guys, uh, is that, is the hype starting to get to you a little bit? Let me watch this trailer for the first time. I have no idea anything about this game. It looks really cartoony based on the homepage. But. Dude, the only thing I have as far as the um, game is concerned, I, like, I don't know, I was just scrolling Instagram earlier, and it seems like people have rave reviews about the game itself because it's there's no glitches. There's no like weirdness. It's just a complete game. There's no, uh, what's it called? Battle pass. Yeah, no there's, microtransactions. You know, there's, yeah, there's no microtransactions. It, it's just like the game. You get the game and that's it. Yeah, I think the company is uh, Lariat Gaming and they uh, are independent. They're not owned by any sort of conglomerate, so they're sticking to their guns. They're, it's a Dungeons & Dragons focused, very true to the the tabletop rpg in a video game form um but it's getting all kinds of great reviews i'm i'm starting to wonder if i want to put this on my steam deck it's not mmo though it's just like a four-player co-op type situation yeah it's it's just four-player party style um you can play by yourself and just run your own party it's kind of like dragon age it looks man i it looks like i could get into this but it's one of those ones that uh, it's like Elden Ring where you'll you'll fall deep in the rabbit hole. I also feel Probably like you can't really get it, get into anything right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finish Tears of the Kingdom before you do anything else. Uh, yeah, I need to start Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Baldur's Gate, man. I've seen a ton of good reviews. I might I might uh, dabble and let you guys know what's going on. I never really played games like this. I played Divinity Original Sin 2 on the Steam Deck. It's okay, but it's slow and injury based. Anyways, uh, other than that, just Starfield news. Starfield is almost out. And Swift, did you pick up some news uh, on Starfield? <laughs> yeah, so I read an article about Starfield. Um, it was on, I don't know, IGN or game spot or something that i typically trust as far as where i'm getting my gaming news and uh the, the the beginning part was starfield and then the rest of it was about cod oh nice so <laughs> they they literally didn't say anything about starfield they're like if you pre-ordered then you can play on this day if not or if you pre-order you can play prior to release because they haven't even given a release date yeah, for Starfield, as far as I can tell. So it was like, cool, you can dangle the fruit. September 6th. Oh, is it? Yeah, September 6th, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just super unimpressed because like a third of the article was about like the Starfield release and then the rest was about, hey, I'll, also there's this bundle in Call of Duty. Nice. Yeah, it looks like uh, September 6th, the last gameplay trailer that came out looked insane. I don't know about you guys, but maybe I can show it. Let's... Oh, I, de I definitely think I'm getting this game. I was just unimpressed by the article. Maybe it was yeah, just yeah, the, yeah. One, the one place I looked for it. I feel like I need to, I should be in more hype, hype mode for this. Yeah, I mean, it's 
I know you're a big uh, space guy, so. I'm not uh, in hype mode for anything, though, right now. <laughs> Rip. I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, I mean, it looks incredible. Unreal Engine 5, like, full up, as good as you can get with modern graphics. Uh, but I just don't know. It could be one of those Fallout 76 things. We'll see. Where it's just a big, giant, beautiful, empty game. Luster. That's my fear. Yeah, that's my fear of this one. I feel like universe with just nothing to do. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't even know. I, to me, I read, I was reading articles this this afternoon, and it seems like, like I hope they nail it. I do, I really do, because it's going to be awesome if they do. But it, it could go the way of cyberpunk, where it took a year to get right. Yeah, I could see that happening too. We'll see. I don't know. A lot of hype. And you know what happens with hype. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's essentially it for the news. Um, I don't There's have a whole lot for you. I got it. Oh, you got more? Destin, Destiny 2. They're teasing the uh, Bungie's talking about the Final Shape expansion. Yeah, that'll be... Uh, I think they're going to talk about that in a few weeks, right? I think it's at the end of the month. Yeah, uh, August 25th or 8th, something like that. The Destiny... Does that mean Destiny 3 is coming? Is that Final Shape, like, last, last Destiny expansion? Yeah, so they basically said that the Final Shape will wrap up the story that they've been telling with light and darkness over the last however many years. Long time. Yeah. All right. That game's got to be pushing... Seven years? Seven years old? I think so. My friend Still relevant. Earlier. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. That's it for the news. Let's go into the uh, games radar for the week. I'll be right back for a quick second. Yep, yep. All right, so check this out. Red Dead Redemption. Are you a big fan of that game, Pickle Matt? The original? Uh, I actually only played Undead Nightmare from the original. Oh, uh, nice. Two games, I guess. Yeah. Undead Nightmare was good. Yeah. Um. So Rockstar Studios has... A, announced that uh, today for PS4 and Switch, you can play, download, buy for 60 freaking dollars a unedited Red Dead Redemption and Undead Nightmare. It's not remastered or anything. It's just the port to PS4 and and Switch for 60 bucks. That is a cash grab if I've ever seen that. Right? Wow. Jeez. So go check it out. For out today. Yep. Okay. Yep, just a re-release port on PS4 and Switch, Red Dead Redemption. I loved that game, but hell no am I paying sixty more dollars for it. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, there's <laughs> I just I was like, what are we talking about? Yeah. If you're gonna remaster you that would be a great remaster. To see that game on full like 4K 60 modern graphics would be awesome. Well, and then, okay, so if you only own a Switch for portable, that's good, but I can get Red Dead and Redemption on my Switch, on my Steam Deck, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And actually, the second one. I don't know if the first one ever came out for PC. I don't think it did. Hmm. Okay. 
but have they basically said that they're not going to do Undead Nightmare 2 based on Red Dead 2? Yeah, I think uh, the Red Dead universe is like the red-headed stepchild for Rockstar with all the GTA focus. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean Red Dead sense. 2 is one of the best games in the last decade. So I know. Uh, all right, well, there you have it for PS4 and Switch. Out today, Red Dead Redemption uh, port. All right, also out... For everything tomorrow is your yearly installment of the same game that they've been making since 1994, Madden. Dude, this, this year, it, it's got to be way different. This is the year. What was the, oh, oh, wait. I remember talking about this last year. It had like the smart passing system or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did like literally zero research on the new additions, but I can't imagine there's oh, too much. Now, field sense and sapien technology. Get this. This year... The roster, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the Jets. That's the big change. <laughs> He's just following in Brett Favre's footsteps. Hopefully, he doesn't go to jail eventually. Or send yeah, hopefully not. But he hopefully he does send out some dick pics. You know what I mean? No, I mean. All right. Cool. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also available tomorrow on the 18th, I think, uh, for all platforms. It is, uh, yeah. If you want to... I think you play from the killer's perspective, don't you? Seems seems like a game that Pickle Matt would be into. Was that? Oh, Texas Chainsaw. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. I'm for it, he's he's from that area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What about this uh, Firewall Ultra? Oh yeah, I added that late in the game. Uh, Firewall Ultra comes out in six days. It's on PSVR two. And it's a sequel to my favorite uh, PSVR 1 game, which was Firewall Zero Hour. And it's like a uh, 4v4 Rainbow Six style tactical shooter. Oh, nice. Um, If you remember the aim controller for PSVR 1, the the gun looking thing with the the ball on the end, that was like the prime use of that controller in the the first one. Um, There's no aim controller for the second one, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm really excited for it. Nice. Get tactical in your living room while you break your TV on accident. Uh, yeah. That's right. Oh, this, remember, I think I told you guys about this, but not on the podcast. This is the one that has eye tracking where if you close your eyes before the flashbang goes off, it doesn't blind you. But if your eyes are open, oh, like physically geez. open, it will blind you. So you can't turn it away. wild. I'm trying yeah, to think of things eyes. that you could use for that technology that would be super cool, like laser vision, Superman style. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh yeah. In Synapse, and I'll, I'll talk. Well, I can just talk about it now. In Synapse, you choose the thing that you want to use with your telekinesis power by looking at it. That's insane. So you either look. You could either look at the container over there, or you can look at the guy that you want to throw around. And if you look at the guy, it'll pick him up. Yeah, it becomes very wild. intuitive. It, it's very intuitive too. It's like it, you the only thing I've noticed actually it, very interesting. You guys remember uh, last episode? You guys talked about does video games make you better at certain things? Yeah. So I think yeah. Uh, in, in pilot world, cross check is very important. So quickly scanning different things. There was a couple of times when I was playing that game where I found my eyes moving too quickly. 
So I was trying to select like the explosive barrel, but I was already looking at the next guy. So I accidentally picked up the guy instead of the explosive. Barrel, oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Slow down your cross so you can, check, dude. Yeah. You can get Said for the first, first time ever. <laughs> yeah. Have you, did you ever play Alex, Half-Life Alex? I did. Yeah. Okay. On my quest Two connected to the PC. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That game made me realize what so, VR could be. I don't, there's, it'll take a lot to beat that game as far as best VR title ever. I think that one's going to hold it for a while. Yeah. Well, very nice. That is the game's radar for the week. If there's a game you're excited about, you can reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us an email at OMG podcast GG at gmail.com. Give us some game recommendations, and we'd love to uh, get a review for you. You can join us in the chat while we chat about it. All right, we're also on Discord, which uh, somebody's going to post in the chat for you guys if you're even in the chat. Um, and then I'll pr- I only provide have one it screen, so it's not going to be me. Description for the podcast. <laughs> join our Discord, one more game Discord, and uh, game with us and hang out and be bros and or broettes. You can also find a channel in there called Sweet Pickles, where Pickle Matt posts sweet deals on gamer gear, technology, all kinds of stuff, free games. And uh, we also have a a bot that spams all the free games that different companies are giving out every week or month. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Stay up to date on your uh, free stuff. And you can also find deals from official One More Game podcast deals like code OMG Pod fifteen at Swift Lifestyles Energy. That's uh, swiftenergy.gg is their new website, and you'll get 15% off on that website. Go check it out. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! All right, boys, it's time. It's time for a battle royale. Us three are going to duke it out. No, just kidding. We're going to talk about battle royales, where they came from, what the concept is, and uh, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, like most video games, they kind of got some of their ideas from other genres, but let's talk about kind of the the main concept of a battle royale is that you're either the last man standing or you're the last team standing of in a way that you get kind of forced to fight each other. So games like this have been around for a long time. I mean, if you think about it, dodgeball at its essence is a battle royale. Um, yeah. But you got Bomberman, Mario Party, all those kind of games. The, the Dude, way my, we know it... My, my first... I think that, like, when I think of of the OG Battle Royale, it's Mario Kart on the N64. (laughs) Oh, the balloons? Yeah, the balloons. Yeah. Or even, even, yeah, oh, yeah, Battle on Big Donut. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, On the Big Donut level. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. First Battle Royale of my life. Yeah. Uh, but the the genre as we know it today, let's kind of define it. So what do you guys think are some of the main elements? I'd say they all seem to drop you into a map 
all at the same time. So off the bus in Fortnite or whatever in Warzone, the C-130. And basically you have nothing. You're just punching first. Yeah, yeah. you just, you just start from nothing. Yeah, let's see. Apex, you literally have nothing. Fortnite, you literally have a pickaxe. Warzone, you have a pistol, right? Do you have a pistol? I can't remember yeah, anymore. You start, you start with yeah, a pistol. pistol. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, you do more damage by meleeing with the pistol than shooting with it. Is that yeah? That makes that's a big, sense? big important. It's realistic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What else? What are the other uh, elements that you guys can think of? Well, since you don't have anything, you got uh, weapons and other things to deck your kit out along the map. And then sometimes some games you can buy things with in-game currency or whatever it might be. Oh yeah, yeah. Buying, yeah, buying is important, especially in. Uh, is that a? That's not really a thing in Fortnite. Um, they have, like, uh, they have machines, the gold where you collect gold. It's been a long time. Oh, okay. Fortnite keeps it fresh. It's with been a long time since I've played like sometimes. a battle royale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got uh, generally no respawns, right? Which has changed over time, but the pure battle royales are no respawn one pure. one life one death yeah the team ones have yeah. ways of reviving your your teammates technically usually but um the whole point is like you go into a match you die you lose you you go start a new one uh you gotta have the storm yeah there's always a funneling mechanic bringing everyone together hunger game style i was about to say hunger <laughs> games are like yeah, I guess it is Hunger Games. I was thinking maybe Maze Runner, but it's not. It's just Hunger Games. Yeah. Nice. And then kind of the last man or squad standing wins. All right, so that's why we how we know it today. Pickle Matt, bring us back to the first time that you saw this thing, the word Battle Royale appear in, in pop culture. I remember... Oh, I don't know which happened first, but I remember I had a DVD copy of the movie Battle Royale uh, straight out of Japan. And then that was some, I probably saw that sometime around the time I was reading the Hunger Games book where that became a thing. But the original, the original historical Battle Royale as we know it now came from the 1999 Japanese book called Battle Royale which was later made into the movie, right? Nice. So, was this was Hunger Games a rip off of this or what? Oh, yeah, totally. Hunger Games was basically they had changed they had just used the the general concept of it including the age of the participants and changed it into a dystopian futuristic world. Nice. It Did also see- Sorry, yeah. uh it also like um we kind of missed it, or at least I did in my mind when we were talking about the OG, not not really OG, but Squid Game on Netflix, like Battle Royale in real life with deathly consequences. Dude, do you guys remember Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? Oh yeah, on, yeah. Dude, on G four, I mean, Fall Guys is a is yeah. a uh, battle. Royale. Fall Guys, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Mo- MXC was like the real battle royale. <laughs> I wonder when, when don't was get MXC eliminated when was MXC hold on I gotta look that up now yeah nice if that was before uh, Battle Royale the book then they get all the credit MXC. yeah 
1999. Oh, 2003. Nope. So we'll talk about that. Okay. All right. So it was adapted into a movie. So tell me about this movie. I don't think I've ever see seen it. No. I don't. No, I don't, I've never. The, the movie itself, if you can get past how effed up it is, that there's like a bunch of preteens. Like, I think the youngest age, if I remember right, was like a nine or 10 year old, you know? Dude, they're a bunch literally, of literally kids games stole it literally all. murdering each other if you can get past that it's actually a pretty uh impressively done movie for the time period uh so huh. it was japanese so if you watch it it's either all dubbed or all subtitles but they basically wake up on an island and figure out that they have to all kill each other um there's a bunch of weapons where they all wake up and then some of them don't want to and then as they don't want to they find out that if you don't cooperate there's a little explosive like sewn into your and throat that explodes and kills you so it is incredibly effed up that it, i mean it was like eight to 15 year olds in the movie wow so it's like it's and it was super gory it's a it's a very gory movie um so i viewer discretion advised if you want to watch it but um it received a lot of a lot of praise it was uh, well done i guess yeah well if they're yeah. if those 15 year olds were all Fortnite kids i'm totally for them killing each other Jeez. <laughs> yeah but basically they all had to you know fight to the death and the last one standing one and i don't i think what they got was a cash prize if i remember right i don't remember what it was but the most important thing is if you win you live you live yeah that's all the prize you that, that is the prize <laughs> yeah nice well uh all through the 2000s that kind of inspires many manga anime comic offshoots uh with the concept and then in 2012 almost a decade later we get the we get the hunger games movie or books i guess uh yeah 2012 was the movie the the books were probably three four years before but yeah what where do you guys stand on the hunger games i never read them and i can't stand the movies Oh, I re I read all of them, and they're like they're really, I don't know. They're I good. Feel, I feel like the books would be better than the movies. The books are always better than the movie, right? Yeah, that's how I, I think that's I, how I stand on Harry Potter and yeah, all I kinds like, of things. I liked the books as I read them, but I was also like a a teenager back then, you know, or a preteen. Um, no, I'd been a teenager, but. I was a teenager back then, so I was like, oh, this is this is pretty good. And then I watched the movies and I was like, what the F am I doing? Like this is just yeah. childish. I guess the first one was okay, but after that I was over it. It it's kind of that standard dystopian novel where the author has a good idea, but they clearly have no idea what they're gonna do after the first book. Exactly. Yeah. How I felt. Exactly. <laughs> it seems like every like, dystopian novel is like that. How how can we continue to make money off of this after the first exactly. book? Yeah, yeah, I can't. I couldn't stand Peter. Num number one, I can't stand oh, the name. Peter's. Number two, yeah, Peter Bread. Peter Bread, and number two, he's just kind of a little bitch. He is. It's so brutal to watch. My my buddy in college was always like, "No, you have to root for Peter because he's the good guy." And I'm like, "But he's also like the bitch." idiot like he he hasn't like no it's i don't know especially when we get into like the third book when he's like turns on everybody because he's gotten you, whatever you remember like, a lot of the plot and you've you're more emotional about it than i am it, well <laughs> yeah 
I've se- I've seen I, I yeah I don't know I liked him when I read him and yeah. uh, no, I've seen the movies a few times. The big thing with that one was there's a cornucopia at the beginning where all the all the players start in the middle of the so, the map as opposed to yeah. like a, a drop a hot drop or something and all of the weapons are there like the best weapons. Yeah, like I think that's kind of interesting. It'd be interesting in a game. Yeah, um, I don't know how that would work in a game. I guess everyone would just kill each other because they don't care about the actual it, the, the match. The match would be ended immediately. Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, the first concept to utilize the format within a game was actually a Minecraft mod. Uh, and then other survival games. Dude, this was like standard Minecraft fashion too. Like it was, I looked at screenshots of it and it was literally the, they just took Hunger Games and it became block format. And it, it actually looked pretty fun. Nice. Never, never doubt the powers of a modding community. It's kind I of interesting that no one has played just, that game. You, really? Not even on Switch? Never played Minecraft. Oh, I should have gotten you into my Minecraft uh, world when I, when we were in Korea. Minecraft oh, is yeah. on the top 15 games everyone should play once in their life, at least. Like, give a true chance. I, I mean, I've seen videos of it. I just, the, I don't know. It's just never, never been it. Don't do it. Me. You'll get, you'll get sucked down into the, the nether. I also feel like, based on how I play Tears of the Kingdom, because Minecraft takes some, creativity right as far as building and doing things you can be as creative as you want you don't have to be that creative mine were block huts any like building i made i went okay. and visited your farm you had a pretty legit setup yeah or pickle mat Dude, i wonder if i could get back into that thing oh it's still there probably, i guarantee you it would probably make me sad more than anything my tunnels, my mines were really good. I was mining the crap out of that. World. I I played quite a bit on the Switch, and then one time I fell into a cavern and died and lost all my stuff, and I was done from that That's point That's how forward. I am with every game like that. <laughs> Valorant. Yeah. Not Valorant. Uh, the, what was Valheim. The, the V one. Valheim, yeah. yeah. Valheim, yeah. Cool. In 2013, Brendan Green, also known as Player Unknown. If you can guess where this is going, releases a mod for Daisy, um, and uh, he would later on go on to develop Player Unknown's Battleground. Uh, but uh, oh, there was gee. no no cornucopia. Weapons were scattered around the map like we know it now. What else you got on this thing, uh, dude? I- it was like the same thing as the Minecraft thing, just a mod of a different game, which standard modding community find a way to make it great i guess it wasn't super popular game so he moved on eventually wow i remember that this is my first daisy was my first true dive into the uh battle royale or you would so you play you played in. the battle royale mod i did and i also played h1z1 which he was a consultant for really nice so you you're like OG battle new battle royale style kind of guy. Well, I I mean I I wouldn't say that. I play I like dabbled. 
That's nice. Um, but that was my first experience in like the modern day type thing that you, you know, kind of expect these days. Yeah. Well, in 2017, Green goes on to uh, form Blue Hole, the studio Blue Hole, and they create Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. PUBG, I love, I don't, I don't, I love and hate that it, the name of this game, the fact that he kept the, uh, the name of it as Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, but whatever. Uh, the first huge success in the battle royale genre, and, uh, it was in. I just remember people playing that game like early access and beta. Is it still in beta? No, they released 1.0 eventually, and it was sometime around the time I stopped playing PUBG. But it was, it was like you said, it was in beta or early release for so long, and everybody complained about it, but everybody was still playing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Standard. Metalformer says Doomsday Last Survivors. Ne it's a mobile game. Never go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> must be addictive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's a there's some psychology behind these battle royale things that I was uh, when I was researching for this that Metalformer probably has touched on right there. But it uh, it's very interesting the studies they've done about these games. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, that's a cryptic, if you will, a little teaser. It's not good. <laughs> nice. Well, in 2017, Epic Games releases Fortnite. Originally, as I, I, this blows my mind that it was originally a. I remember it was like a zombie co-op survival game where you built forts to like protect your team from the incurring zombie invasion. That's that's yeah. how I remember the early days of Fortnite. Is literally never played the, it. Release like the, the 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 not even co. I didn't even play co-op i just played solo and the campaign had you had like you had to kill all these zombies or protect this asset or whatever yeah, yeah that that's how i remember it early nice i don't i i was shocked when i learned about that recently but uh dude there was there was some infighting too between uh um brennan brennan green and fortnite i remember news stories of him trash talking fortnite like saying that I was the first one to do this. They're just stealing our idea and stuff like that. Well, oh really? Look who's look who's talking now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fortnite because wins. Fortnite becomes <laughs> insanely popular, especially with the young generation. Becomes the cash cow, the biggest money making video game ever. Skins, pop culture elements. It's got literally every modern pop culture thing in there. You can play anyone from Darth Vader to. Nicki Minaj to whatever else you want to be a, a hamburger faced yeah. woman with a hot body dude I think that Epic Games got really lucky that they were making that co-op survival game or that survival game and it happened to be the perfect cartoony in order to milk the pop culture skins element of Fortnite. oh yeah you guys does that make sense because PUBG would not lend itself well to having dances and like right and skins in the game. I think they have skins now, but like you just can't see the same thing. Like Mandal even like my character in Fortnite is Mandalorian right now. Even Warzone tries it and it doesn't quite pop off right to me compared to Fortnite. Yeah, Fort 
Fortnite's done it like nobody else has ever done it before because there's always been cool skins like in Halo games and stuff like that, but Fortnite just has it's insane the partnerships they have and the money they make. That that's the biggest thing to me. And I know I know we've touched on this in previous episodes, but like just the fact that they have they can get rights to everything make the skins. Like literally every think about any like any franchise you want to, Fortnite has or will have a skin for it. Yeah. From competing rival companies, Master Chief and Kratos are both in the same game. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it is. It's crazy talk. Well, from that point on, 2018 and on, literally every game that's created has a battle royale mode, and it just starts to become the soup du jour of video games. Uh, I'm convinced that if Halo Infinite had come out as a battle royale, it would be the biggest oh, dude. game. But yep. they didn't. They, I think they screwed up so badly without... I mean... Which is hilarious because that's where they're going to die on the hill is this is that this is the Halo hill I'm going to die on. We're the original Halo. We're going to keep it. We're not going to be battle royale. But we won't have couch co-op in. Yeah, and bunch we'll, be, of assholes. we'll be irrelevant in two months. At, at first, I thought that when Halo came out, I was like, okay, interesting. Kind of cool that they didn't do a VR. But then you think about everyone that plays video games. They're like, well, this must have a Battle Royale aspect to it, right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. nope. Oh, in 2019, Respawn releases Apex Legends from the Titanfall universe, which popularizes the squad combat, three-man team, kind of uh, Overwatch characters have their own abilities thing going on. The thing that I thought was cool when I first played Apex is every character's abilities don't necessarily help them. Like They do the same thing for the enemy as they do for... So like the chick, when you pop smoke, you can't see inside of your own smoke just as bad right. as the enemy can't see inside the smoke. Yeah. Uh, the chick that teleports, like the enemy can use the teleports too. Can yeah, take take that port. <laughs> that that is so interesting. It oh, it makes some really fun dynamics though, because setting up teleport traps for the enemy is so fun. It is. With it's hilarious. Caustic barrels at the end of the other tunnel. Yep, I love it. Uh, it's cool game design. It, that game took this. That was the first time I saw the streaming community go like super hype to one game all at the same time. You know, like all the big names all went to the same game immediately. Uh, yeah, all... I'm really glad that Respawn found what they needed because Titanfall was genius. Titanfall Two was amazing, and they just never caught on. But uh, Apex is so well done as far as just a because a lot of the battle royale seem they seem cheap to me, but Apex is well done and very well balanced in everything that they do. Um, and I'm glad that they they found that because they're gonna they'll, they'll milk that cash cow for a while and I hope they eventually make something else. But I was well I, so yeah, I was thinking because uh, Stroke and I have talked about Apex before. I'm pretty sure they print about a billion dollars a month or a year. No, it is a year. It's and it's a it's a free to play game, but they still just 
make so much money off of it because it's so popular. I mean, you can't get into an Apex. And granted, I haven't played too much, but the second that you like dabble, you're like, this is the coolest thing I've played. Oh, we'll talk you know? about yeah. it. I'm chemically addicted to that game. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's so got, good. It's got the perfect MOBA, like MOBA elements with the characters that have special abilities with the mechanics yeah. of a, the best AAA title, first-person shooters with the mechanics of the best gear, uh, loot kind of situations there. It's, yeah, it's really good. The shooting just feels so crisp and good. Like That's just respawn, it. man. It's just respawn. They're really good at that. Well, cool. In 2020, the big Call of Duty Warzone comes out, and uh, then the hype all swings in that direction, and us included. I don't know about Pickle Matt, but we played Warzone ad nauseum until I literally had to remove it from my life. Uh, oh yeah, nonstop. We still. I mean, we started. You remember when we started when we were yeah. deployed? We literally, we like, if people were flying, we would boot them from the chat and be like, "Hey, anybody getting on Warzone?" Yeah. And when we started, I know we've talked about it before, but we we would hide in the trees. We would and just play like, like kind of wait, which was the most boring, the little gross way. Wookies. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. But we we got there. We got then, there to hunting then, people. Then and... we got sweaty. Yeah. I I love people like that that aren't good, but they can hide until like they're the last two squads and then you just clap them. Well that that was our big thing. It was like, oh, we came in third. Yeah. <laughs> it's like With we did not, we have zero kills. <laughs> like <laughs> nice. Uh, so, and Warzone's kind of been the big, the big three have been Fortnite, Warzone, and Apex for the last uh, three years. So, uh, cool. Two hundred two something. Is that the name of the? Yeah. Yeah. Video? No, I threw this in there. I don't remember the day it was or the year it was released, but Population One on Quest. Oh yeah. Quest Two got released, and it's yeah. actually a. 32 player no 24 player um battle royale game in, in VR. vr yeah have uh, you played it i i did play it i actually bought it when it was not free to play back wow. in the day um and it's pretty fun it, it, if you like vr uh you can actually it's really kind of cartoonish you can fly around by jumping off buildings and holding your arms out with your controllers <laughs> like a flying like squirrel jump, jumping into your tv <laughs> Yeah. Jumping out uh, an actual window. The, they're the first ones I saw that used the scopes really well on snipers for VR, which was really fun to use. Nice. Um, I never really got into it too much, though, because everybody was way too good in VR. If you're if you're bad in VR, it's just not fun. Yeah. These games do have a learning curve. I will say that. It's hard to jump into a... a that's, that's why it's so tough for me to get... Like, I played Apex, you know, I don't know within the last year and a half and when you weren't online the stroke i would play with randoms i would just like team up and they're trying to talk to me and i'm just like trying to figure out the buttons like dude yeah yeah, seriously that's the biggest thing for me is the for all of the things that you have to do constantly like i don't know i'm i just have to get into it 
dude that's what uh stroke deep you, like you know when i went when i went uh uh dark for four years of gaming yeah we, you guys talked about that that's what i was doing i was playing on ps4 apex legends and i was freaking good like i was dude, really good i need you on i just my played team. three games i played three games today and i got clapped it is bad <laughs> so tough were you on mouse I and keyboard today uh no i'm playing on ps5 oh uh, okay, okay okay but dude i just remember being really good and that was before uh children bc so BC. i don't think it's ever gonna be like that <laughs> we'll get you back dude don't worry apex legends 3 in uh. 2040 when my kids are out of my house that'll be that'll be the one that'll be tight Nice. Well, that's how we generally got here today. These days, they're, I think they're, are they all free to play? They are, the big ones. Uh, you pay so. for skins, battle passes, upgrade characters. It's all cosmetic stuff. Uh, no, not like pay to win. Although Apex is arguably pay to win because you have to pay to unlock the characters. And some are better than others, but. Um, that seems, I think that's one of the big sticking points with apex yeah it's like i have the first four characters or whatever and it's just like well i want to play this guy because i've seen it played and i feel like i would do better that way but there's no way for me to do that unless i spend my hard-earned dollars one of the most frustrating things about apex is you'll see somebody play that character you're like oh shit I have to unlock him. And then you unlock yeah. him and you're just and you're terrible. With that character. And you're just trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, man, I, I thought I was paying dumbest. to be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, so maybe this is a good time to talk about it. You mentioned uh, some studies on, on uh, kind of the psychology of Battle Royale. So yeah. yeah. So we've talked about psychology of video games and mental health and stuff like that before but i thought it was interesting the first thing that i saw was a kind of a psychoanalysis of why battle royales are very popular and one of the things that they mentioned was it's like a the maslow's hierarchy of needs and if you're doing that in a simulation or a video game it becomes very uh fulfilling to you so it's kind of like the survival games why those are so popular you get to start from nothing and then you know build up a crazy awesome character and that i think that's kind of why i get hooked on those kind of games as well um because it's really fun to kind of like build up and stuff um so there's a couple of things about that but then there was this uh, article about a japanese study um in 2022 japanese students uh who regularly play online games battle royale gameplay was showed was shown to have a st- statistically significant correlations with gaming addiction and a sense of underachievement the study also suggested that battle royale games require more attention than other esports genres, particularly in terms of its link with aggressive feelings. So, in all, it sounds like battle royale games are like the worst for you mentally. Yeah. I mean, I I can I can understand that. I guess if like thinking about it, right? When we're playing co-op, any I I don't know. We haven't played co-op in a while, but other than like Heroes of the Storm. Um, when I'm playing a battle royale and Shannon needs something, I can't pop like you can't pause the game. Yeah, no you're team's just gonna hide in the corner you. and and die. So like I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom, spoiler alert for what we played, but like 
that I can just press pause and be like, all right, what do you need? You know, so it's, it is certainly true as far as the need to like keep playing. Yeah. I've never had a game that I literally had to stop playing because it, I could tell that it wasn't good for me besides Warzone. Like, yeah. Like terrible. Classic RuneScape, I guess, for me, but that's it. Oh, yeah. War, Warzone was mine when I realized how how much of my time and how angry I was all the time playing. Yeah, it's like, I even like, when I was... I have to stop. Even when I was thinking I was having fun, I was not. I was, like, no. frustrated. Just be terrible. yelling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then part of it, too, is, like, you you could run around the map for, like, 20 minutes, not see a single person, get fully decked out, and then suddenly you get popped in the skull by a sniper, and you've just wasted 25 minutes of your life, and you feel, like it says in the study, like, you just feel underachievement. It's like, I just wasted my time. Now yep. let's do it again. That yeah. or a cheater kills you. That feels exactly. even worse. Every time. Yeah, every time. They're all cheaters. They're all cheaters. Anybody that's better than us is cheaters. Yeah. No way I've been killed legitimately once. No. All right. Well, that's Battle Royales in a nutshell, folks. I know you guys are out there. Everyone's got their one that they like uh, or a couple that they like. I don't know. I have, of serious gamers that I'm friends with, they all have played one fairly seriously. So interesting. Interesting that it came from a game mod, just like MOBAs. Yeah, that is super interesting. What's the next big mod gonna be? Who knows? It's yeah, it's it's kind of wild to me that somebody just like Barbie probably. I mean, I guess that's the thing with video games, right? Where people are they come up with all kinds of random things. But like the fact that somebody thought like you know, it would be fun. Instead of doing this, let's drop a hundred people into this small area and that see shrinks. what happens. Yeah, I have yeah. questions. I have questions about the person who wrote the book with the kids doing that to each other. Yeah, I mean, valid, <laughs> valid. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Why kids too? It's just like, dude, come on. All right, that's our major topic. Let's jump into what we played this week. <laughs> That was a really weird sound effect. I'm going to choose a different one. There we go. Uh, Cool. Pickle Matt, lead us off since you've uh, been gone for a while. Yeah, this is going to stretch over the period of a couple weeks, but um, I did have some time this week to play a little bit of VR. So I finished up Synapse, which I would say is probably one of the more popular games on PSVR 2 right now. That's the one where you can uh, do telekinesis and you use the eye tracking for that. Um, what is the general like gameplay? What do you, what would you relate it to? First person shooter with uh, super hot like elements because they're not like real people kind of situation. You're in, you're like inside of somebody's subconscious, uh, and uh, oh weird. The, the the landscape and whatnot is also a little bit like dreamlike, so it's not, it's not like super violent, like uh, crazy realistic type thing. If that right. makes sense. What's your what was your general uh, review? Very positive, I would say. If you're gonna, if you have a PSVR two, that's the one to get uh, for your experience right now. Um, 
and then I played a little bit more of the Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, which at first I I thought was kind of mediocre. I'm getting I'm kind of liking it a little bit more now. I still say wait till it goes on sale, but initially I thought it was kind of a climbing simulator, uh, which is gets really boring in VR for me. I, I know a lot of people like that, but I just unlocked the uh, little climbing like uh, pickaxes, and that's actually kind of fun. You have to like jump from a cliff to cliff and then like stab it into the, into the rocks that you don't fall. Um, nice. The battle sequences are a little bit, uh, canned. Like it, you go into like an area and that becomes the fight area for a while. So it's not like open world or anything like that, but, uh, fighting the, the robots is really fun. Um, so fairly positive so far. And then I did a little bit of Tetris effect, which is really fun in VR, really nice, w- well done with music. And Zen. Do you guys remember humanity? We talked about it that one time where you're the dog that's like solving puzzles of moving. Oh yeah. Around. Yeah. With the hordes of people. So, yeah. 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 So I downloaded that. I was playing in VR, but I realized halfway through, I was playing flat screen VR, if that makes sense. So it was just, it was as if it was projecting the screen in front of me. So I was just playing the flat game. And then finally I enabled VR mode and it was really, really cool. And it became more immersive. That game is, uh, if it's on sale, I'd say get it. It's pretty fun, uh, but I don't know. It's all right. And then I played three games of Apex and got my cheeks clapped. <laughs> nice. Got Watch they, out for my caustic cheeks clapped. You would be a caustic main. But I do have all my characters unlocked from before, and I've only encountered people from the original uh, character list. So apparently the new characters aren't that great because I don't really haven't really seen a whole lot of new guys. There's a lot of them now. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'll go next. Uh, Holy shit. Apex legends has put its crack into me and I'm in dude. That's I literally all I want to play. Dude. When when I get back to my house, then we got to, log on and teach me Let's the ways go. i will it's uh i've been winning here and there like it's that it it feeds you that dopamine like at the perfect time that little, dude when little you open us that dave Chappelle talks about yeah. <laughs> yeah when you open one of those loot boxes loot containers things yeah and you see a purple thing in there it's like that it just gives you that hit it is You're really no joke like and it's a purple shotgun attachment. You're like, God damn! No, not like this. Every once in a while, you'll get a yellow vest, and you're. I like, think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, I think uh, something that I've struggled with Apex um, is knowing like the attachments for all the different things. Like, I'll watch dudes on Twitch, and they're just like, "Oh, yep, I got this," and they like just scan past it. And for me, it's just like, I don't know what I'm even looking at. Yeah, it takes a while to get used to the loot and what it looks like and what yeah. you're looking for. Purple and gold, baby. Yep. Uh, let's see, my favorite uh, hero, I, ca- I guess I'll call him hero person thing, is uh, Revenant. Because he got oh, this he's fun. M- monster. Well, they changed him probably since you played him. Hmm. Yeah, they just... Uh, reworked him but he doesn't have that like monster dong or what yeah he's got a huge ween (laughs) (laughs) he's a robot so 
it's uh it's pneumatic operated yeah but anyways <laughs> we move on <laughs> Um, yeah, man, Apex. I'm I'm all in. I have yet to play competitive. I've only been playing. Uh, they'd call them pugs, just with randoms. Um, but I've been having a great time. Half the time, I die bots. within the. F I try to go like, just get in there and start fighting, so I can get used to the game faster. So half the time, I'll die within the first five minutes or less, and then every once in a while, I'll get a, a dub. That's a good point. If you don't play Battle Royales, that's the way to learn. You just hot drop for just go. 25 games straight. Yeah, you'll learn faster. Pick up whatever you can, and then you can learn about the loot later. Just get the hang of the game. Yeah, that game is very punishing if you can't aim, I've noticed. There's no point. in it if, is. if you're not a good at aim, don't play Apex. There's no point. Well, I guess I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, dude. You'll be fine. Yeah, you can be the is healer. It, is this Apex is the perfect game for us because we got our three right here. Yes, sure. sir. Yes, sir. Let's all uh, get so angry together. Other than that, I really didn't play much. Actually, I played nothing other than that this last week. But I'm very seriously contemplating getting Baldur's Gate on my Steam Deck. That was. Ooh. All right, Swift. What you got? Uh, dude, I've been on uh, leave, as you can see. If I'm, if you're watching, which I don't think many people are, but I'm by the lake. Bug. If you're not bug watching, bug. Swift's uh, <laughs> the sun is setting where he's at. He's outside, and his camera is not picking up yeah. any light off of him, so he looks like well, we're interviewing an FBI <laughs> witness protection program. Yeah. Can we yeah. change his voice in post? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> The, the light the lighting has changed dramatically since we started yeah. so, um but dude the only thing i've been playing is tears of the kingdom since i'm here on the on my switch i like this is the first time i've turned my actual pc on so nice i beat the fire temple which was the most confusing thing Told i think you, i've dude. ever done in my life this is hard um and then I've just been kind of wandering around. I'm trying to get, um, I'm just trying to find shrines at this point. What'd you think of the boss? Stamina. I thought the boss was compared to the wind temple. I thought the boss was meh. Meh. Yeah. Not as yeah. epic. No, I mean, it, it has some fun mechanics, but oh, yeah. overall, like the wind temple boss was way cool. Agreed. So, um, but yeah, that's all I have played this week. Nice. Where are you going to go next? Are you going to go west? I don't go... know yet. Again, I've just been I've been trying to find uh, like shrines I've beaten that are high up on the mountain, and just like look for other shrines. You know, I can travel travel up high, and then just be like, hmm, yep, there's one I see. I tried. Last time I was playing, I tried to get into the middle of the forest because I want, I'm assuming there's a master sword in this game, but I couldn't find my way in. It's like blocked by this cloud. Yeah, the, sh the, sh the shroud of the shroud. nonsense. Yeah. Standard blocked, video game. Blocked by shroud, the streamer. Yeah. 
All right, cool. Well, there you have it, folks. That's what we played this week, and that'll pretty much wrap up the episode. If there's a game you'd like us to play, like I said, reach out to us at omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter. Send us the game recommendation, and we'll get in there and play it and let you know what we think, because uh, that's what we do when we have the time. Uh, for listeners who want to catch us live, chat with us while we chat about video games, or uh, get a shout-out on the air, we stream on twitch.tv slash omgpodcast every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, w- whether it's a couple of us or all three of us, sometimes four of us, uh, join us, and we'd love to have you in the chat. All right, gents, anything you want to shoot over to these uh, listeners before we go? Oh, I got something. Never end on a win. You can't leave the table out of heater, and you probably shouldn't end on a loss either. That's there true. it is. Yeah. Don't don't break the streak so on just, the win streak. Just don't end. <laughs> That's one more kind game. of it's kind of where <laughs> one more game came from, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was probably Battle Royales, so one more game. Yeah. All right, Swift. Uh, what's your advice on uh, hanging out while gaming at the lake? Uh, dude, I wish I could do more of it, but we got uh, the kiddos and the boat, and there's, I mean, the lake's so nice, so that's well, where I'm at. You gotta live a little, touch grass and water and whatnot. That's right. Touch some grass. Nice. All right, guys, I'll leave you with one final thought before we go. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Pickle Matt, Swift. See ya. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game Podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.